Hello, my name's James Pikeway, and this is Car Clinic, a Podaholics podcast with Glenn Power from Sandance Tires. And this week, special guest Peter Eagle from Borg and Beck. We spent a whole bunch of time talking about after-service parts and what Borg and Beck is doing to really bring you the best possible parts for your vehicles. Better in many cases, if not all cases, than the parts that were on your car when it drove off the lot brand new. What a conversation. Really cool. And of course, we talked about what we always talk about. Auto repair and how you can keep your car running. Great show as always, but that's enough of me talking. Let's get right to it. This is the Car Clinic. <laughs> Peter Eagles here. Glenn Power. We're fixing cars. It's not, that's just, it's not simple. That's all we do. Absolutely. And, and uh, Ian, the Skoda guy. Yes. Uh, and if you're if people remember the show when it was going out on Dubai Eye, Ian, the Skoda guy, was a weekly fixture mm. on the program. So basically, guy loves Skodas. Okay. Rightly so. <laughs> and he is, he doesn't work for Skoda. He's got no no financial tie to Skoda. He just likes Skodas. He drives a, a Jeep Cherokee. He's got a Wrangler and he's got a, a Fabia. And yeah. he would call in every week and tell us about the latest and greatest in the world of Skoda okay. or repairs that he's done. Yeah. And he ended up at one point near the end of, of our broadcast, he was having issues with the Cherokee, I think. That's right. Yeah. He got the, uh, the basically layman's, the four wheel drive system. Yeah. And so he's saying, I don't, I don't know where to go anymore. And, and we actually shared the same garage. So I use Rage Garage with, with Sam over there. And he also uses Sam. Yeah. And then I guess it got to the point where whatever that repair was, I don't know why he didn't continue with Sam on that one, but he needed something else. And I said, well, you know, here's the man. Go talk to Glenn. Yeah, and he did. And he he's wrote me back and he said, you know what? This, the best move I made. Yeah, we did fix that one for him. Yeah. yeah. Um, Sorry, in this week. Oh, yeah, okay. With the Fabia. And it's the, honestly, I told him this, and I wasn't even blowing smoke. That is the best car I get to drive. Isn't it nice? <laughs> it's a manual, two-litre, oh, petrol engine in a Fabia. It's great. Mm. Fantastic. Well, and, and it's essentially a Volkswagen. Well, yeah, it's a Polo, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a Polo, but for... <laughs> Can we say that? <laughs> for You're talking, 60% yeah. of the cost. Yeah, yeah, exactly it's, right. It's great. I mean, I'd love that car. Um, a few little niggly issues with it, but... 140,000 kilometers, this kind of climate. Yeah. It's not the end of the world. No, he's a car killer over here. Why is ringing? Oh, you know, that, 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 you got to take a call? You no, no, it's fine. No. <laughs> she won't want to contribute. <laughs> put her on, put her on speaker. It is the big problem. One. And this is why, Peter, we're, we're great to have you in from Borgen, Borgen Beck. Yep. Because I don't know how many shows we've done across the last year where your name has come up. Mm. because mm. we're talking parts and we're talking yeah. customization and we're yeah. or we're talking parts that can't be sourced and you guys make well, the parts yeah, well or we, can make well, parts. We've got oh, in excess of 37,000 line items now in range. Wow. Um, European is obviously our predominant sector because we're UK-based, yeah. but we're in 76 different countries now and expanding. So, uh, so someone is listening right now, and they're going, I have no idea what Borgenbeck is. Mm -hmm. What are you talking about? Give us the thumbnail sketch of what you guys do. Uh, Borgenbeck, we supply pattern parts to the aftermarket. Um, okay. You know, if you can buy an OEM part, um, we will supply you a pattern part. But we're talking fast, serviceable items, you know, brake pads, yeah. filtration, wheel bearings, water pumps, cooling items. Um, it's a huge array of parts that we have available. Um, but... Um, we give them a, a, a reduced cost to the customer. So the customer gets an OEM product, you know, of, of, of the same, um, what's the word I'm after? It's... Um, spec. Spec, Specs sorry, exactly yeah. Same, Specs, yeah. yeah. So the spec of the parts are identical, you know, in regards to everything, in, including the material that we use when, when we, you get, we get these parts produced. Um, they go right down, they backwards engineer the parts, and what you're buying is a, is a, a replacement that is as good or better than the original part that you fitted on the vehicle. Because sometimes that's pretty we bold, though. That's pretty bold. Yeah, but it's true. I mean, this is a thing. <laughs> we, we've done it with Land Rover parts on lower arms, where we've had um, uh, 
issues with the with the lower ball joints knocking out on the Land Rover lower arms, and we've had our arms re-engineered to give a greater angle, yeah. a throw on the lower ball joint. So, so in a sense, you're you're providing in in many cases a better part than the manufacturer. Sometimes we do, absolutely, yeah. of course we do. We we at, we, a, at a, a reduced cost though. To oh, what absolutely, you, yeah. It, sometimes <laughs> it greatly reduced cost. So why wouldn't the why wouldn't the manufacturer be looking at what you're doing and saying, okay, hold on, Borgen Beck can do it. Why aren't we just doing it their way and why aren't we getting these guys to make us the parts because if they can make the parts in in the quantity that you're making they're making more yeah i mean and they're charging more of course they are that's 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 (laughs) and if you're making a better part at a cheaper price Mm -hmm. yeah i mean i mean this this is the thing i mean over here in the uae um we we've had to develop a whole new uh, breaking formulation for this marketplace because it's so aggressive over here. Yeah. Um, so we've gone back to the drawing board with Borgen Beck and our, and, our, and our supplier and we've developed a, a breaking formulation that works in this environment and is now, again, giving us performance that we don't see from any other brake pad provider over here. Which is pretty cool, actually, yeah, because some folks can go through brake pads. Really, We talk about this all the time. Like, yeah. you know, the issues we face with brake pads and it, some people are buying manufacturer yeah. parts. They won't work in this environment. No. The European specification braking will not work in this environment over here. The environment is far too aggressive. Mm. Um, we, we've been down that road as a company um, and we've looked at this and we've taken um, stock of what we needed to do. Yeah. We now have launched a range of braking over here that is tailored to this marketplace. I mean, with Glenn is fully aware. Um, still, waiting for him. still waiting for the brake pads. <laughs> They're coming. <laughs> I mean, we have we have brake discs, you know. Yeah. Um, so we we have a full contingency of parts that people require for their European spec cars in this environment, and our parts will work in this environment. Um, me and my role in in, in, in Beck as a technical manager. You know, I'm I'm there to address these situations when they come up. When someone calls our technical team in the UK and says that we have a problem with your part, um, we go back to our suppliers, we discuss it, um, and we look for a solution. Um, and, mm. and we do this continuously all the time. So this is something that we we, we endeavour to provide back to our mm. customers. You know, the, the, the poor guy who owns his car at the end of the day, who, who's yeah. paying a fortune for oh, his parts through, yeah. through the main dealer. And we're saying, well, come on, you can use our parts and you'll, you'll save yourself a fortune. Do, do you ever find that it's a challenge to convince people? I mean, not price-wise, but someone says, hold on, the manufacturer makes the part, whether they're making the water pump Absolutely. or a starter. Why would I go to Borgenbeck? Yes, you're cheaper, but why wouldn't the best part come from the manufacturer? Do you ever find that as a discussion? Yeah, well, the, pro- the, 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 the thing that is very clever by manufacturers is the manufacturers convince you that yeah. their part is always the best part available for the vehicle. Um, that's not really the case. Um, they, oh, hold they, on here. They have manufactured <laughs> the vehicle, um, but in all honesty, the, 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 the parts that are out there um, some of them, yeah, they're shockingly bad. But Borgin Beck, we pride ourselves on premium quality parts that have OE specification. Okay. So all of our parts are either backwards engineered from the genuine part so that we know that every part of that water pump or wheel bearing, whatever it is that we supply, is at the same specification as the genuine part that you're buying. One thing I can say as a, as a customer, really, um, is that We've not had any issues with the parts, um, but regardless of whether we were to have any issues, it wouldn't matter because you have the follow-up. Mm-hmm. So I know if I fit a suspension arm to a car, yeah, um, sorry, a bush, say, for a suspension arm, and it keeps spinning, I go on a speed dump and it spins out, I know that if I get Pete on the phone, I might not have a solution in a day or two, but it's going to be back to the drawing board, fix it, sort it out, figure it out. And I've not had that in the seven years I've been here. Suppliers, I'm at the source now, whereas mm. before with suppliers, we were buying them from a supplier. Right. So it's like... So they're you know, talking to Peter or they're talking to yeah. whoever's supplying them with the parts and then you're just getting the yeah. parts. So you, like you sent me a picture yeah. today, right, of the, uh, yeah. the windscreen resin. <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk about that yeah. in a second. <laughs> so I, like say, you go and buy that and have a problem with it and go back to Carrefour, they're going to be like, not my problem. You've got to contact, but when, when it's Borg and Beck, we go there. So... Yeah. 
Um, so how did, how did you meet Peter? How did you meet Morgan Beck? Well, we had, when I was at GT, we had a uh, huge, huge issue in that the owner of the company yeah. rightly recognized that Volvos were under um, represented in the repair okay. uh, sort of field. It was main agent or nowhere. And I knew from previous places I'd worked at, nobody really wants to work on them because there's no parts supply. You've always got to go for genuine. Uh, uh, okay. And they're so expensive. But people don't realize that. You know, if you're, the Volvo's a great car. Great Fabulous car. car. Yeah. But you've got to ask the questions. Hey, when this thing breaks down, if it breaks down, and everything yeah. is going to need brakes and something eventually, Absolutely. Yeah. how much is that going to cost? Where am I going to get it? Is it possible? And if not, that's got to be an alarm bell that goes off yeah. and say, whoa, maybe I'll just wait and own one in Europe. I'm not going to own one here because yeah. I can't get the Well, the, like the, the owner of the company knew that. Okay. No one was servicing them, but he didn't really ask the question of the guys on the call face, so to speak, of why is that? Uh, so he put a lot of money into um, Google Ads for Volvo. Okay. And then all of a sudden, our workshop's full of Volvos. <laughs> <They're>, okay, <laughs> that's good. And then good. we've got them lying around outside while we're waiting for customers to approve them because yeah. the quotes are so high. You know, we can be wherever we want to be on labor, but we can only do what we can on parts. Yeah. Um, whatever we buy them at is the, less, the cheapest we can sell them at. So we had that issue, and Phil, who was there, um, great friend of mine, he said the to me, guy. yeah, he said to me, what about first line? used to use first line parts in the UK and he bought me a, a timing belt kit for his wife's car um, once um, and some other parts and some of them were first line yeah, I did the yeah. I did the work for him while he was here before I moved here and we got through various searching here there and everywhere and we found out that there's a Borgen Beck supplier now in Jebel Alley and then we just got in contact that way uh, so we started working on my common vehicles that I see, which typically Volkswagen stuff, we know yeah. that. Everyone that's listened more than once. I noticed you're driving a Volkswagen today. Yeah, yeah. always, yeah. yeah, good yeah. So, yeah. And, you know, and we get a lot of a lot of parts that we know we're going to sell. So we put an order together and we started with it. And like I say, we've, we've had no issues. But for, for, a, for a podcast, you know, um, I thought it would be uh, interesting in terms of what it takes to get a part to market, what it takes to actually physically design the part, to, to get the approvals on the construction of it. Is it safe? Is it not? Because, like you said, on the radio especially, um, we got so many questions about, well, oh, can I man. fit the non-genuine in? Yeah. And, well, and, the, and the number of people who would go to the wreckers or the scrapyards yeah. oh, and say, absolutely. oh, I want to get a scrapyard part. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I once entertained that. And then I thought, hold on a second. How long is that vehicle? You know, okay, maybe that piece wasn't involved in the accident, but how old was the vehicle? How did the person drive it? How do I even have a yeah. clue if this part is going to exactly be good right. for six months? I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, certainly I, 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 I don't condemn people getting second-hand no. parts on vehicles because there are some very good second-hand oh, parts sure. on vehicles that you can use. But your serviceable items, I have never condoned. I never will. I think that service item should be replaced with a new item. Yeah. Um, you, you're basically playing Russian roulette with your car um, because you can get away with it three or four times, the fifth yeah. time, bang. How so? If we're looking at a water pump, as you said, mm -hmm. you reverse engineer them. You go right back down and, and look at mm -hmm. what what originally came from the manufacturer, and then you know create your own. H how long does that process take? Is this like generic drugs kind of thing? Like this is? Oh well, yeah, I mean we we obviously we use suppliers that are um, uh, OE suppliers anyway. So okay. um, one of our major suppliers supplies for Ford, Maserati, Ferrari, right. to name but a few. Yeah. You know we have multiple suppliers for water pumps, so we rely on their knowledge their expertise hmm. um when they come we will we will necessarily say we have a requirement in the uk for a water pump uh, and sometimes we we would send them a part and then they would then look at that part and the, the, the part would be developed normally from start to finish you're only looking at between three and six months to bring a part really? to, okay. to, to availability hmm. um depending on the complexity of the part right. i mean some of the new vw water pumps which entail electronics and stuff like this now which makes them that very very complicated piece of equipment these take much much longer to develop mm. but your standard water pump with an impeller dynamic seal pack housing and uh 
you know, that kind of thing. They're fairly simple, and the technology is very old. The technology okay. in a water pump has been around for 30 years that we're using now. And before that, with the old gland seal tile water pumps, they've been around since the 1930s. So, you're so this, must, this is it must be exciting then, actually, to be in your industry because you can look at some of these 30-year-old items and say, okay, now how can we tweak this? Yeah, we like working it. in the airline industry. How can we tweak the wing just a little bit to get better That's economy? That's what happens, though. That's exactly what happens. You, you'll see technology that works, and that technology will just continue and continue, and they just tweak, 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 and make it better. And the, the, the thing for, for uh, Borg and Beck, like the Land Rover issue you mentioned with mm. Laura, I know very well what you're talking about, and yeah. obviously we'll be careful what we say. Yeah. We don't want the wrong people hearing it, but, you know, it's, it's a fact where if a vehicle goes to market, I had it in the dealership in the UK where there wasn't any... Um, Nobody had the time to hold off on a new release and put a thousand, uh, sorry, a million miles on the clock of, yeah. a, of a new car. So let's say when the Scirocco, that was the sort of the, the well, the Scirocco and the Beetle were the real big two fanfare releases when I was um, yeah. there. Everyone loved the Scirocco. Um, until this day. You know, yeah. And, yeah, you know when, when they were released. <laughs> the original Scirocco. Oh, even better. Well, even this better. This is, car. You know, and this is why the new one coming out was a huge thing. Yeah. So, you know, you got all the guys that were sort of in the teens, couldn't afford one when it first came out. Now exactly I where could I now, was. Could now, <laughs> you could now afford the new apprentice, one. I was you know. How can you afford a car <laughs> like well, that? Yeah, but now, you know, you get to a point where you can probably afford a new one. So that's what happened. And we were just, they were just waiting list for them. Now, Volkswagen couldn't hold off on releasing that car to make sure that, you know, oh, after 20,000 kilometers, we have an issue with this. So yeah. what happens is, you know, it goes to market and then we had a responsibility in the dealerships to report anything and everything, absolutely anything and everything for the first six months on that car. So whatever we saw... That's got to be a pain in the neck though when you... Uh, it wasn't mean, it's great. a good thing. It's a good thing. It, it wasn't great to have to do as a technician. You sat yeah. down at a desk <laughs> and type in, you know, and it, it's, it's not the easiest thing to, to have to do when you've, you know you're not really there to do that I suppose yeah. but you had a responsibility to the brand um, mm. but because we were doing that then obviously things would get picked up and then that's how recalls come about that's how they find out about recalls and proactive Absolutely. service repairs now for Borg and Beck if they start to see hang on a minute this guy's fitting an arm that we've supplied him and it's breaking what's wrong there or you know we fitted another one for this last two months ago and then hang on we're doing it every two months we're changing these they have the time and the resource, and it's worth their while to go and fix that. But by yeah. the time, let's say, a, a manu motor manufacturer has rectified that, they're wasting time and resources doing it on a model that in two years' time is going to be obsolete to them. Yeah, exactly. They're already working they're on not, the next model. They've already yeah. got... I mean, I, I, I know the class before I went through um, as an apprentice, when they went to Germany after graduating, the Mark V Golf was due. And they already had the six, which is invariably, and then also turned into the seven platform laid out, ready to go. Wow! Before and, you know, yeah. the five had just been yeah. released. Yeah. So that's that. That shows you how far. I mean, they they forget about it. They release a car, they're done with it. The engineers are absolutely yeah. done with it, apart from the initial sort of quality on delivery, any little issues, and there'll be a little team in a back office somewhere. No windows <laughs> for recalls. Well, it will be, yeah. They're never allowed to see They don't light. like each other. No one, they don't like their jobs. No one can see in what they're doing. And it's just like, that's it. You know, they're just there looking for trouble and all they're getting is bad news all day. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, and but that's a, all cars. We've all got a favorite, but um, all vehicles now, Peter can tell you better than I can. He's been in the trade longer than I have, but the quality is crazy compared yeah. to how it was. If oh, of course. I mean, the investment in technology is in, in the car industry is yeah. is gigantic. Do, do the do the auto manufacturers like Borg and Beck? Like, are they? Do, you know, do they? How how does that do, relationship do, work? I do mean, any <laughs> do any original equipment manufacturer like a yeah. a second line supplier coming in and taking their business? No, of course they don't. No, so but. You know, but you know, um, you're saving their butts half the time. You know. <laughs> <laughs> it's they don't see it that way. No. no. Okay. No, of course they don't. Um, we're there to provide a service to the customer who owns the vehicle at the yeah. end of the day, or the garage that is servicing that customer. Uh, but, you know, the aim of, especially with Borgin Beck, um, is we provide them something that is going to be reliable and they can have faith in that part yeah. that is as good as the part they're fitting if they were to go and buy it from the genuine dealer. 
Um, and save uh, some money in the process. Oh, save a lot of money in the process, <laughs> not some money. Um, you know, it's it's the mindset, especially over here in the UAE now since I've come over. And I've been over here getting on for about a year now. Okay. So I've, I've so you're new. To you're still new. You're, yeah, you're getting yeah. it. Compared to you guys, yeah, I'm new. But, you know, I'm sort of targeting one specific area in the UAE, which is cars and car parts, you know, yeah. and understanding that park over here. Um, and I, I look at the mindset of people here, and I've spoke about this with Glenn since I've been here, that everybody's dealership, dealership, yeah. buy my parts from the dealer, I can't get my parts. Or you get the really bottom-end market parts yeah. available, which you wouldn't fit on a push bike. You know, this is <laughs> well, the kind I, of thing I that we're talking about. I think there's, there's two things going on. One, everyone's scared of voiding that warranty if they're not getting exactly the parts right. from the, the dealer. Yeah. And second, because of counterfeit parts yes, and because is, of such bad some of them as you said are yeah. so bad they're, they're they're scared and they're saying well if i know i'm getting it from the dealer or i can trust my yeah. service person yeah I, that's what i'm gonna do and and as soon as someone says hey we you know we've got we've got manufacturer yeah. accepted parts our parts uh, are as I good mean, and better the other thing that you have to remember is of course with 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 a brand like borg beck um, where we're so well established throughout the you know the, the globe now we're yeah. not just you know when I started in Bulgaria, I've been there for 10 years. You know, okay. I will never leave this company. I, I, I respect the way the company does its business. That's, that's, a, that's a big, we are that's a big endorsement. Honest, yeah, we are an honest company. And anybody that deals with us genuinely picks that up, that if we have an issue, we put our hands up and we say, right, we'll get this put right for you. And we do it. Um, nobody's perfect. And yeah. don't profess. Anybody that says they are is basically a liar. You know, because nobody is. But... <laughs> Over here, this this mentality is, oh, I have to use original equipment, yeah. otherwise I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have major problems. But one thing that the government has done over here recently now is they're introducing the ESMA certifications yeah. on some of the car parts now. And predominantly at the moment, it's, fil- it's filtration okay. and braking. Now, Borgen Beck, we're so established, we literally went back to our UK head office. These are the criteria we need to meet. And we had our ESMA certification issued to us within a two or three weeks of wow. applying for it. Beautiful. So we're, those those parts, to the, to the general public here now, they have that assurance from the local government that actually now our parts meet all the standards that are required for sale in this country. So it's, so it's a huge so uh, how, credit how does, for us. How does the sales system work uh, in that I need brake pads? Mm-hmm. I've gone to, you know, if I'm at Sandance, I know that, that, that Glenn might give you a call. Yep. What if I'm not at someone who uses Borg and Beck? It, do I say, hey, you got to get in touch with Borg and Beck? Maybe they have a part, or Absolutely. can I call you? How does, yeah, how does it yeah. work? Yeah, I mean, basically, there are a number of different options that you can use. I mean, we have online cataloging, which is there available. Anybody can log into our online cataloging. Um, there's a simple registration process, and then you can access all the vehicle database for all the parts that we do. It's there. It's very simple. Drop down menus. Okay. Select your vehicle. This is for European right. spec vehicles, really. You do Wranglers? Uh, we do some stuff okay. with Jeep Wranglers, go. yes. Oh, okay. um, I, I love you already. And, and we both wear <laughs> I, we both wear a Fitbit Ionics, so there we go. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I don't know whether it's working, <laughs> but we will. <laughs> hey, this is a marathon man. He's a marathon man, this yeah. one. Yeah, you know, no, oh, no. I was a big runner until I came over here, and then I blew my knee, uh, and that was the yeah, end of it. it. I was gutted. Yeah. Um, before that, I just run. Um, just before I came over here, I ran um, a 10k over okay. in England, and Beautiful. I ran it in 40, 47 minutes. Oh, you were so flying! I, I That's was, great. I wasn't bad for yeah, a yeah. for a veteran. Yeah, you know, yeah. At the end of the day, yeah. you know, yeah. I could run. Yeah. You know, and I was quite happy with that. And I, I when I came here, this just it shows you, I was what. Oh, uh, maybe 78 kilos. I'm now banding around 100 kilos. Right. So it's the a Dubai stone, they call that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dubai stone. Sat in a desk all day doesn't help, does it? But, no. um, you know, I, one of my targets is to be more active again this year. Well, there we go. Um, but yeah, getting back to obviously getting the parts over here. I mean, yeah, so I, I can log into yeah. the catalog and take mm. a look. Yeah, you can select your part numbers or you can call the technical lines if you feel like that. Yeah. We have technical help in the UK, which is you can call from anywhere in the world. They, they will help you. Okay. Um, so and you can select these parts or you can, the easiest way that I, I, I always advise people is go to your local garage because they know yeah. the parts that you need. Ask yeah. the local garage to source the parts for you. Um, most of these local garages, if they're reputable and good garages, will already know a Borg and Beck. Yeah. You know, um, so they will say, "Oh, absolutely, yeah, we we can get you those parts." 
Um, they'll, they'll either contact us and we can supply the parts readily available. If not, we can draw them from the UK, but unfortunately that takes a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, but it, and you're warehousing right here in Jebel Ali. So Absolutely, you, yes. So the, the core parts that, pe- you know, the brake pads. The fast moving stuff is yeah. over here, yeah. The, the, the slower moving stuff, unfortunately, we don't carry to hand over here. But it's, you know, it's, it's, it's common sense. But we we have a huge, I mean, in the UK, our warehouse is about 130,000 square feet. Wow, that's, that's um, good size. We've got another 50,000 square foot mezzanine inside of that. And that is jam-packed to the roof yeah. with car parts. Wow. It, 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 it's it's a mind blowing experience to walk into our stores <laughs> over there. In uh, in Saint I, I, I was walking. What was it? New Year's Eve or something like that. And I was walking around in uh, in Carrefour. Yeah. And I saw you. That's right. And I just had a message from Ian because um, he needs some uh, bearings. And uh, while I was uh, for the gearbox while we're doing it, I said we might as well do your clutch. And. Uh, he sent me a uh, link. I clicked on the link and it was a Wagon Beck clutch. <laughs> there you found. go. Boom. Uh, <laughs> there you go. So, no, I mean, uh, one thing that is worth saying, look, uh, the parts never had an issue. Don't expect or anticipate one, but yeah. I'm sure Pete's the same. If your car is in warranty, stick to the genuine from the manufacturer. Absolutely, and I there's totally endorse no, that. There's absolutely no point taking the risk of yeah. avoiding a warranty for the yeah. sake of what, what you're doing is saving money effectively right. of course but if you then void your warranty and, and it can be as simple as you put non-genuine brake pads in your car yeah. you ain't get an AC compressor out of them yeah, yeah. you know because a, a, a franchise a dealership a, a retailer whatever you want to call it an agency they lose a lot of money taking a job from being a retail job to a warranty job the manufacturer pays nowhere near the amount of money that you and I would pay walking in off the street. Yeah, okay. Um, it's probably less than half. Um, so you've got to consider that it's in their interest to sell it retail. Yeah. And look, I, I can tell you now, my uh, MO basically as a technician for Volkswagen was that car that comes in, I don't care if it's a Mark 1 Golf or if it's a brand new Touareg for PDI, that leaves as close to factory condition as possible mm. so that's why you get huge estimates out of the dealerships you know we i, I remember we had a, a it was a great car a golf mark 4 4 motion uh, and it had done 300 and this was uh, it's probably done a million now it's done 300 and something thousand miles when i was working on it wow. and it used to come to the dealer every service and yeah. he used it for work and he used it to take his dogs for a walk and everything it was so well used uh, and he lived in the village just by where i lived um and every single time it came in, we give him the same report because he was. He'd always say to us, "Well, okay, does it need to be done? Can I drive the car safely for myself and everyone else on the road if I don't do it?" Yes, you yeah. can. You don't need to do it. Okay. And then he come yeah. back the next time, and it'd have a huge list on it. I mean, this car was five, six years old, but yeah. it was three hundred thousand miles. So you can imagine, you know, everything yeah. was wearing out. So there's a huge, list. but you know, even down to the sort of scratch on the dashboard. Really? Change the trim, you know. Um, <laughs> you know, squeaking door hinge. Yeah. Change the door hinge. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. the, our job was to put the car factory right. spec. Yeah. When it left the factory, we keep it at that level. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. It's a great a great ideal to sure. have. And there's some people who want that. And there's people that do oh, want that. Yeah, absolutely. And, yes. and, and, you know, and if you do that, you're going to keep everybody safe. But yeah. if your car's in warranty... Don't go and, and, and use non-genuine parts. But as soon as you finish with your warranty and you've not got an extended one and you're thinking about seriously looking after your car on your own, yeah. then um, there's nothing wrong with going for non-genuine as long as you can trace them to the source and they're going to come with some kind of warranty on them. Well, speaking of that, we, we alluded to earlier my visit to Carrefour yeah. yesterday and I, I was buying firewood. And I'm standing there waiting. I know. I'm getting some firewood. <laughs> Diverse. And, 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 and there was no, no uh, price on it. So the guy okay. took him, uh, you know, and I had one of those scanner things. Yeah. So he's going, I'll give you the number. I'm going, yeah, but uh, I'm, I'm going to the self-checkout. Well, I might as well have just taken it and gone to the non-self-checkout yeah. because it took forever. <laughs> but, <It's couple. laughs> but as I was standing there at this wood pile, I turn around and there is, it's the auto parts section. And there are a whole bunch of things. And looking me in the face is a package from Rain-X. Rain-X. Rain-X, yeah. And it's the Rain-X windshield chip repair kit. Okay. As good as new in the pictures. Um, (laughs) 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 And and I'm looking at the packaging and I'm looking, you know, and it's got a tube of stuff and it's got some applicators and things. And I'm I'm just looking, I'm going, this looks really complicated. (laughs) 
but but you know, I'm reading it and I'm because yeah. I'm waiting for my price for the wood. And <laughs> so I've got, so I've got <laughs> and and so I actually pull it off. The, it's it's a, a huge display, and I'm just going, who's gonna do this? And wow. it, it says it, it's safe for clear That's coat. That's like the at-home filling and tooth repair kits. Yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> a re- people, it's a the good people analogy, that do that, actually. The people that do that are trained to do it. Well, that's what yeah, I was thinking. You know, and, and I, I probably, yeah. I, I'm a mechanic, so I probably, saying that, I probably would have a go at doing it myself and then... They'd get the windshield out. Probably say I'll never do it again. And then never do it again, yeah. Then well, I'll be laid in the like car it. kicking the windshield out while I change it. You know? <laughs> all I kept thinking was, okay, if I get a chip in my windshield yeah. and I go and buy this and I mess it all up and then I try to make an insurance claim, is the insurance going to go, well, what have Everyone's you done? Got, most people have glass coverage on the yeah, insurance. Yeah, if you exactly haven't got it, change right. your company. Yeah, yeah exactly yeah. right. So it's not worth it. And it's um, a small chip spreads so quick. Yeah. The reason for repairing it is is that you stop it spreading. But if you don't repair it right, you just made it worse. Yeah. You know, because I mean, I've seen the guys that do it right. So and this um, isn't even a heated stuff. It's just like crazy glue. Yeah. <laughs> <And> <laughs> pretty much that's what you're buying. You <laughs> see. When they come out and do it, they've got very, very small drill bits and they actually drill oh, the glass. Oh, yeah. And then oh, they make it uniform. Oh, very tiny that. sort of uh, like a Dremel tool. Okay. And it's to make it smooth. Yeah. And then they'll rough it up on the last one so that there's something for it to bind to. Ah. You're just going to go in and... <laughs> yeah. Paul's <laughs> off. And, 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 and you on think it. that's just going to disappear yeah, and you'll see nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you put something over it to make it nice and flat. <laughs> you're there when you spatch it go yeah. like this on yeah. your windscreen yeah. and then you drive along <laughs> forever more like this because you can't see where you're going yeah, so I'd, I'd, uh, yeah. I mean it's <sighs> you know the thing was I didn't look to see how much it cost because it was the, it was at the point where I was looking at it going who's going to buy this and, and you know hats off to them at least they're trying to serve the market but I, I would never buy one, so I didn't even look at the cost. Mm. And I just thought, wow, I was I, I was pretty. Yeah, there's shy. a lot. Of, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of training that goes into windscreen repairs. Yeah, yes. And I think if you want to take that on, friends who do it. Yeah, so, I think know, if you're going to take that on, that's quite brave. I mean, it's a last resort. Maybe your windscreen yeah. isn't available, and you haven't got coverage on your insurance or mm. something like that. But but, uh, uh, but basic basic insurance these days must have windshield on. I think <sighs> I think some folks they, they never pretty much they never um, spoke about it on either of my might vehicles. be a small excess to pay, but I yeah. think everybody's. I mean, it, I, I don't. I think I mine don't was two hundred derms. Yeah. Mine's yeah. a two hundred derm excess for the windscreen. Was that it? Yeah, just got to do it. Just yeah. do it. They'll come out to the office or at home. Well, that's exactly. it. Yeah, that's it. And it's the I'm. I, we've spoken about this before, but I'm always so so surprised that it's just this caulking stuff that's holding the windscreen in place. There's no screws. There's no brackets. Yeah. There's no you, clamps. Yeah, it's you just try and get it out. Yeah. Well, they they it's get incredible. that. They get yeah. that cheese cutter. Yeah. And mm. you know cut through it whatever yeah. they call that thing a handsaw of some sort but yeah. they basically it. just cheese wire pretty yeah. much cheese yeah. <laughs> same yeah. principle and, and I always get worried I mean I'm, I'm driving a car where it's not a big issue there's not a lot of, of uh, flanging and, and stuff around it but I, I you know and I sat with the guys watching they said they love you know I've had windscreens replaced now on my vehicle at one point it was every year <laughs> every insurance well, every year I've with insurance few, but I was not calling that many. and it was you know, you're behind a, a, a truck, a stone comes off, and it's like, oh, not again. Mm. And yeah. and the guys, so it got to the point where it's the same guy's coming every time <laughs> to fix it. <laughs> oh, good to see you again. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and for my vehicle, it was 20 minutes. But I said, is it all vehicles like this? And they went, no. Mm. Some of them, it's, you know, because yeah. they don't want to scratch anything. Yeah. Yeah, it's a yeah. big job. Yeah. And they said if there's electronics attached to your windscreen, you've got aerials and, and all of the lane stuff that's built <laughs> into it. Right. You've got the heat screens. And yeah, they said, oh, you're, you're done for. That could yeah. be really yeah. different. There's a lot There's a lot on the windscreens. You've got you know rain and light sensors that's yeah. stuck to it that then you've got to take off of the existing screen and get it onto the mm-hmm. new screen without damaging it. Yeah. That's a job in and of its own. So, um, yeah, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't mess around with that, no. to be honest. Leave it really to the experts. Wouldn't. Um, it's, yeah. it's 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 like anything though here. There's a lot of jobs that you probably would have a go at, but yeah. then because of the way we live here, a lot of people <laughs> live in apartment buildings. There's no space. You're either underground or you're on the, on the street, which isn't safe. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you want to make sure you have all the right parts. So if you're, you know, that we had about a month ago, there was an article about some guy who was doing the brakes on his car, and I, I, from what I can understand, either he only had it up on the the you know the basic jack for doing your tire that's on the frame, mm. or I wasn't because they didn't show any pictures and they didn't give a lot of details. Or he was using a bumper jack, which I don't even know if they still make those things. But 
<laughs> with the modern bumpers, I wouldn't like to think so. But I hope not. <laughs> chat your bumper up, but the car wouldn't go with it. <laughs> but he was under his car. I don't know. And if you're doing the brakes while you're under the vehicle, I'm not sure because that does, seems a little odd. But the vehicle fell on him. That was oh, it. Dude. Done for. Oh my god. And so you th- you're thinking. I was thinking of this. It's like you know, a watch the guys do the brakes a couple times, change pads, and go. Doesn't really look too hard. And I'm thinking, yeah, but it doesn't look hard because that Depends person's been... Depends on the vehicle. Well, that's it. And, and that yeah. person's been doing it. It's probably not their first time to the rodeo. Yeah. So well. if that's what they do over and over and over again, they make it look really easy. Yeah. I get in there, never done it before, or you know, don't have the right tools. Correct. And next thing you know, I'm creating more problems. Well, most, um, most cars now, you're talking on the, especially on the rears because of the electric parking brake, you Correct. need a uh, uh, diagnostic tool. Oh, electric parking brakes. I forgot about those things. Yeah, yeah. so you need a diagnostic yeah. tool to wind the, the, basically you wind the motor in so the yeah. piston can right. then be pushed back in. Yep. Uh, um, if you don't use that and then you try and push the piston back, you push the motor out of the end of the caliper and then you're done for. So uh, do those things go quite a bit? I mean, do you find you're replacing those that piece on a vehicle, or not? No. Not if they're done properly. Yeah. If they're done properly, uh, there, there's no issue. Um, the, the the problem you're going to have, um, right? So electric parking brake, right? Let's start with that. The reason they designed the electric parking brake, part of it would have been a gimmick to try and sell cars, yeah. right? Correct. Yeah. <laughs> but the reason, the the theory and the engineering behind it is that. If you park your car after a long drive yeah. in the city and you're doing a lot of braking, your back brakes are discs and they get hot. If you have a parking brake which is on the pads, on the caliper, and you apply it, three clicks or whatever on the yep. old school handbrake, and then that car cools down, the disc cool down, they contract. Peter will tell you all about this. He knows all about Absolutely, brake discs. Yeah. So they heat up and expand, they cool down, they contract. If you haven't pulled it on tight enough mm. and it's on a steep enough gradient, the, the car, car will roll. roll. It'll roll away. It'll roll away. And it happens mm. a lot in, in, in Europe and the UK because they're manual cars. The M- majority of cars are manual cars. Mm. Don't really see that here. So most cars are in park here, so it wouldn't matter. Yeah. But in the UK, you leave your car in neutral in the manual and you, your car rolls away. So electric parking brake, you apply it electrically to its limit and it cuts off with current. So yeah. as, as it electrically resisted. Then after 20 or 30 minutes, you'll hear the motor go again. Ah, it winds okay. in again just uh-huh, to make yeah. sure it's really got a good grab. So that's why they came about. It was a safety feature. Makes sense. Um, so mm. great idea. <coughs> and the um, number of people would probably, might not even use the parking brake. I mean, you're supposed to. It's but it's the rule, but they yeah. might just leave it in gear yeah. and park it and away you go. No, I mean, don't get me wrong. They have their advantages. The, yeah. You know, heel start and things like this yeah, where exactly, they, they yeah. self-apply. Yeah. Drive away, two seconds, they release. But you know, they're, they're, they're a good addition yeah. to driving a vehicle. It adds yeah. another layer to the repair. Yeah. Well, that's all I, and this all this electronic stuff just does my mind in because I love it. Mm. But on the other hand, I'm thinking, okay, well, this is another piece that could fail. And, yeah. and we've and all used oh, electric motors. Hey, so some, some of the cars, you know, when you do the job, um, you've got to leave the ignition on. Oh. So you do it in a stage. So you'll wind them back for pad change. And then after the pads, you have to wind them in. Then you do a basic setting and then you do a test. You can't turn the ignition off because otherwise you do that. The control unit loses its position. And then right. when you turn it back on, it tries to reset. So you leave the ignition on to do it. Now, mm-hmm. if you don't get that job done quick, yeah. you're going to drain the battery <laughs> yes. potentially, which has been basically the same as turning the ignition off and on again. Right. So you end up with a right mess. Mm. Um, so there's a lot of things to think about when you do brake pads. If it's, you know, Invariably, the front ones are pretty straightforward, although on some of the, the BMW group cars, you have to then reset the... Um, computer to say that the brake pads have been changed otherwise the time is going to keep ticking down and say oh you need to check your brake pads because uh, they have service lights for every item right. on a BMW so brakes brake fluid um, inspection uh, everything is on there so if you don't reset that then you're going to change the pads but still have the warning light on mm-hmm. so on BMWs you need the, the diagnostic tool for most of it you can do some of them manually but the procedures are quite tricky deliberately so mm. does Borgen back when you're when you're manufacturing these parts do you also talk to to the folks who are the technicians who are working on them and say hey this might be a better way to install these or is that part of your your remit no, as well not, not so really. much? i mean yeah. i mean we do take feedback obviously you use feedback from every source that's available to you um when yeah. you're developing any part um but i mean really for us it's it's taking a part that's already working um so okay. we we have a dealer part we know that vehicle is on the road it's working and we then redevelop that part for the general public at a reduced cost price yeah. You know, um, I mean, 
talk, talking about braking, I mean, our, our brake pads are, are um, engineered to an exacting standard. Um, we, we carry our 90 specifications, which is the European specification for, for braking. We have that across the board on our brake discs, brake pads, everything. Yeah. Um, our, our brake discs we supply, they are coated. They have a silver coat. It's called ah, a Bectec okay. coating. Bectec. So, yeah, Bectec. It's, it's, a, it's a painted thing, process for us. Um, when, when you fit one of our brake discs to your vehicle, you don't have to touch it. You take it out of the box. You put it on the vehicle. There's no cleaning. There's no nothing. Put it on the vehicle. Fit your set of walking back pads to it, and you drive the vehicle up the road. You don't clean them. You don't do anything to them. They come out of the box ready to be fitted. Nice. So it, it's it, in the olden days when they used to coat them in the oil and all yeah. this. People didn't do it properly. And it used to impregnate into the pads and make the pad block go soft, and then you would have issues with the with the brakes failing. These kind of things happen with our braking that we supply. You never ever have that problem because you don't have to touch them. You literally nice. fit them. Uh, our, our brake pads, every brake pad that we supply comes with what we call the Wolverine shim on the back of it. And it's very, very unique. You, you, you see it on every set of Borgenbeck pads. Um, it's it's in a very bright Borgenbeck blue <laughs> um, with our logo across the back of it. So, you know, and, and this is a double rubber backed um, shim and it's there for noise reduction. So it's yeah. just all these different things that we aid in the mechanic so he doesn't have to smear the back of the pad with copperies or whatever they tend to yeah. use over here so that they can just fit that set of pads and know that they're not going to make a noise. All of these things are introduced, but the, the end user, that, that person, he doesn't know any of yeah. this. We know it. Yeah. And we give them that technology so that when they go to fit their pads, it's nice. much easier for them. Nice. Yeah. Why wouldn't you be buying Borgen back? I mean, at the end of the day. Exactly. <laughs> we're going to get some of the branding up on our shops soon anyway. We, we yeah, started, we're working towards that with, with Glenn. We started selling so, the bulk of our um, sort of heavier work gets done in our Q's workshop anyway. Uh, okay. But we'll have some branding there. Um, we're working on the next sort of set of bulk orders because a lot of it isn't stocked here. Um, and then, you know, we'll be hopefully get to the point where at least service items we can do most yeah, vehicles. I mean, my, my end goal certainly with, with Glenn and... In, in Sundance is to, is to have a, a, a centre where anybody can go and get Borgimac braking uh, nice. and filtration. Yeah. You know, and, and if Glenn hasn't got it, we will we will carry the available stock for him so that he, he yeah. has uh, accessibility to those parts. Um, you know, and the person on the street knows that they can go somewhere and have them fitted by reputable mechanics who know what they're doing and have those parts fitted, but they make that saving, you know. Mm. Um, and that's the end goal here. My end goal is to have Borgenbeck brake centers over here that, you know, n so the people get that benefit that we give out in the UK and Europe. Yeah. People know, you know, they just know Borgenbeck is a brand. I mean, Borgenbeck is a brand. It's been around for, coming up for 104 years now. Wow. But it was Clutch. Clutch was the, the most prominent thing for Borgenbeck. Okay. Um, First Line acquired the brand uh, around 2007, 2008. So we've been developing that brand for the last 10 years. Um, and Borgin Beck is, is, is our European, you know, global mm. brand. First Line, which obviously Glenn mentioned earlier, yeah. that is that is for the UK market. Um, but Borgin Beck, that is a global brand. And when I go to places where people go, Borgin Beck? I said, you don't know Borgin Beck. And then I have to go for the whole thing of explaining what Borging Beck is. Well, to you know, you can people. send them a link to the podcast. Yeah, just say, yeah, go, go give this a look. <laughs> Absolutely, <lesson. laughs> yes. I mean, this is the thing. Um, yeah. But, you know, we the whole premise of what Borging Beck is is about giving a quality part at a reasonable price. Yeah. Yeah, that the, is the, what we are. The other thing there as well is um, when you did your, I remember you sharing some of your research on the brakes for yeah. the taxi companies. Yeah. The brake formulation that's coming is gonna—it's almost double, isn't it? Some of the yeah. I mean, we 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 devised. Well, I say we. Um, I've done a lot of work um, with our braking supplier, um, and we've come up with a semi-ceramic formulation okay. for this marketplace. And it's it's you you see a few other companies that are dabbling in this as well. But um, we've done a huge amount of testing um, through taxi companies over here um, and in some of the, the local garages that we deal with. Um, uh, you know, we, we, we use the likes of Emirates Transport. You know, we supply Emirates Transport with parts over right. in the UAE. It's huge government base. Yeah. Um, and, and they use our braking. So we, we've done a huge extensive testing on these so that we know that when we roll these pads out, that there would be no issue. And we every single set, and I can say this hand on heart, 
God's honest truth, we have not had a single fault with the new pads that we have installed really? onto numerous hundreds of vehicles now with no issue whatsoever. Um, nice. And with the European spec brake formulations, that brake bolt formulation, it, it, it's a disaster over here because it's too aggressive on the yeah. brake disc. And with you get the added heat in the sand that's over here as well, it destroys them. Um, this pad, we, I mean, we, we were seeing in on a taxi, we, we were seeing, you know, in excess on, on some of the taxis, 65,000 kilometers on a taxi. On a taxi. They're, a taxi. they're driven hard. Yeah. yeah. Wow. You know, and, and That's pretty some impressive. Of the, some of the best pads that we see in the marketplace up to that point were, were given 30,000. Yeah. You know, less. Sometimes. See, this is, where it's, this is where it's great for me <laughs> in one respect. But in the other respect, I'm shooting myself yeah. in the foot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously, I'm selling, the, I'm selling the genuine pad or I'm selling the Borg and Beck pad. Yeah. But I'm going to get the Borg and Beck customer only half as many times as yeah. I have. It. But yeah. at the same time, and we, we said when we started this show, it's about getting people to understand they can trust some mechanics. There are mechanics you can trust. And, yeah. Yeah. and you know, our job is to keep people that use their cars on the road safe. Sure, yeah. and if, if we if we if we do that, well, and you and you want them to keep coming back because the one back. the one the exactly one sure right. thing is every car is going to break down eventually. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. parts it's, will wear out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the beauty with it is, I mean, obviously, we're not one trick ponies. We we supply all your fast moving parts, yeah. um, but breaking is is breaking and filtration are the two key issues. If you can crack those water, two, oil, those kinds. So yeah, because yeah. everybody understands braking. They think, yeah. oh, my brakes on my car. You know, it's a safety critical item. You know, you need yeah. to have something that you can rely on. Your filtration, everybody bangs on his house. Yeah. You know, are you fit? You know, a non-spec filter. You're going to have a disaster on your hands. It's, only fit. Genuine. It's the guys who. It's the guys when you go get an oil change and they just say, "Well, we'll just clean the filter out for you." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they might yeah. be talking about a centrifuge. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. It's like, they're what? Not. They're not. <laughs> what? Yeah, no, you know what? Let's, let's pass on that oil change today. Yeah. I'll just do somewhere else. <laughs> it's quite worrying. I'll just take my car. Bye. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but, you know, so it's, it's getting that mindset across that we started yeah. talking about at the beginning of, of this that. People can get that quality, can have that reliability, can have all of that, yeah. but not paying a dealer price, yeah. which is the end game here for everybody. Sure, and, and give them and give them peace of mind when they're driving their cars, and that's why I do my job. Yeah. And there's no, there's nothing better than when I show up and let's say I show up at, at Sandance Tires, which is more than just. I, and that must be something you're constantly telling people about is that oh. we're not just tire company. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're yeah. not just. Tire. I'm, I'm, I'm fighting now for the approvals for the signs and everything to be changed, but it's trade license changing and yeah. all this nonsense. But you know, I've got we've got eight workshops. I'm happy for eight of them. Yeah. Uh, if not all of them have to change to say more than just tires. You know, yeah. Sandance Auto Centers in Alcuz and, and wherever else, yeah. Hester Street maybe, yeah. Rassel Kema. But uh, the others, yeah, tyres. That's all yeah. we need to do there. But that's what it was set up for originally. But uh, they got me in to do the mechanical stuff. And, um, yeah, the amount of work I know we've lost because people came to me for tyres and then were like, oh, yeah, I went there to do my suspension. Like, oh. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Can you do the wheel part. alignment for me? I've just had the suspension done. Well, yeah. why didn't I do that for you? Yeah. You yeah. know who I am. And it's like, you know, and, and, and that'll take time and, you know, we joked but about it. that person will come back next time, though, and they say, "Yeah, well, that's it." And and that, that's what it, I'm all about: repetition. If you get the yeah. if you get the customer back for repeat business, then that, and you're doing your job. Well, and that's yeah. the thing. You know, I, I I rock up and I got a two thousand Durham bill or a three thousand Durham bill, and you say, "Hey, but I'm going to put Morgan Beck on you." That's going to save you, you know, yeah. X Y Z amount. So it, yeah. it would have been yeah. if I'd gone Look, this way. Absolutely, and, and you've got better parts. We will, we will I'm going to come back to you. We will always, always. Um, quote unless we've been asked before that point so when the car's dropped off if you say look don't worry about genuine i just want the best non-genuine you've yeah. got but we will always quote with a genuine and a non-genuine so we would always quote let's say uh transporter yep. take a transporter with a genuine brakes and then we'd give the borg and Beck price there we go um, and then it's up to the customer yeah. uh if they ask for advice we'll give them the advice based on what yeah. we can say what what's this going to well, do my, this, my question would be this. my question would be you're going to drive in that vehicle with those parts with your family and if you go if, if you hesitate it's like put the put the parts on yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you say of course i would yeah put those parts we, on. We, we, exactly. we give the options for people and, and i know what it's like to be without your car that's hard enough but then when you've got to pay a bill at the end of it as well yeah it's it's a double whammy isn't it but um we, we try and do it as best we can 
we're trying to work on our stock levels so that we've got as many Borg and Beck parts available and ready to go as we can. Uh, we don't want to wait six weeks to get them out of the UK on a ship, but mm. that will that will take time. But we'll get there. But whatever we whatever we've got the parts available, we'll always offer them out and we'll, we'll fit them. You end, up, you end up bringing parts back with you sometimes when you head to the <laughs> head to the UK and you come back with a suitcase and go, got a starter in there. No, <laughs> no, I never try not to. Amy was showing me the other day that the baggage allowance has been reduced by Nimitz. Huh? What? From start of, like in next oh, month pro- or something. That's a problem. Like it's 15 kgs on, on the uh, 15? economy. Yeah, from 30. How 15? Can they do that? How can a, they do that? She showed me a... Who's oh. going to take a couple of shares now? Then? That's about it. <laughs> Tell me about it. I mean, how are you going to do that? We've, we've got two kids to fly <laughs> that's with. That's, that's well, they, all, they all get a bag too, but only 15 kg yeah, per bag. 15 kgs That's going to break my wife's heart. I mean, she's going to be like, how am I going to take my dresses? Just what she showed me. It could just be hearsay. Wow. Could just be hearsay. I just thought I'd ask in case you guys are there. Yeah, I have not no. heard anything about that. Yeah, it was oh, on we'll one of the Facebook groups, and it hasn't oh. been shut down because the post is still there. So I was asking, I'm going to ask one of my pilot friends about yeah. it. They might know. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. It's uh, cost cutting everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Safe fuel and all that. Yeah. <laughs> Another quick question is about uh, cars when they're starting up, and this time of year, we get a little bit of fog, we get a little bit of moisture in the air, mm. and you get that nice screeching sound for hmm. a few minutes. Or a few seconds, and yeah, like take, take your car and get your phone service. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's um, it is a like you say this time of year, especially. Um, but you, mm. I think I saw something at the grocery store for that too on that shelf. They're uh, squeaky fan belts. <laughs> <What? laughs> <laughs> Extra virgin olive oil. Yeah. <laughs> it like a soap stick or something. It works. <laughs> no, there is, there is, uh, there is a uh, jigaloo. Uh, Just spray some jigaloo yeah. under there. Oh, God. <laughs> so, yeah, WD forty. No. It's fish oil. It's okay. It's natural. <laughs> Omega three. <sorry. laughs> That's it. Healthy for you. Healthy for the vehicle. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like Not healthy for anybody. <laughs> don't put anything on your drive belt. If you've got to squeak, don't put anything on yeah. the belt. Please don't. No. no don't do that. Um, but is is that a sign that your fan belt's cracked, or maybe yeah. you've got who knows? Like what what, what, what tends to happen is yeah. the first thing that can happen is the belt stretches. It's rubber, yeah. so it'll yeah. stretch. So then it's slightly too big. So it's not got. It's so you pull out of a junction too hard, and you spin yeah. your wheels, and you get yeah. the screech. Yeah. It's doing the same thing. The rubber's slipping across the. Pole. I wish my vehicle I could spin yeah. the wheels. I keep trying; it doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> I keep trying. Oh, wow. I was I was in the I was in the underground parking at uh, Uptown Murdoch, and everyone was they must have been stopped on the grate. Yeah. And all these cars are leaving. They get it. <laughs> and I said to my wife, "I said, give her gas. Let's see if we can spin the wheels on this thing. Nothing. 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 <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> it's so disappointing. Oh. Try it. Can we go back in again and try again? We got to be a way to do it." <laughs> No. Don't get some of that olive oil you were talking yeah. about. Pour that on the floor. There we go. There we go. But no, it, it's normally the belt stretching. That's okay. just a, a service thing. It's it's a it's a maintain it's a maintenance item schedule. How, how often should you change fan belt anyway? Just check it. it. Get it yeah. checked yeah. on the service. It, yeah. It's genuinely that simple. Yeah. Yeah. But then I the mean, next is there any rubber item has a finite lifespan? Yeah. yeah. You know, it is a service item. It should be changed. Um, but. Most good, reputable repair shops will look at your fan belt when they're doing your yeah. service. That's got to be obvious. Yeah, yeah. If they can see cracking or, you know, there's clear evidence signs of wear on the belt, they should yeah. change them. I mean, and then you've got different types of belts. You've got the elasto belts, which are a stretching belt. Um, Is there such a thing? Yeah, absolutely. Really? Yeah, yeah. Um, so there, there are different ones, but there's no adjustment. You stretch them on and you leave them on there for a specific yeah. period of time. As long as it and lasts. then you change them. Uh, VW do them, don't they? I mean, I'm yeah, sure as long as it lasts. Must be a special tool to put that thing oh, on. Oh, yeah, it is. They're not great. Fords use them as well. Yeah, they do. That's right. Yeah. yeah. They're a bit difficult. The, uh, the, we don't get them here, but there's a little compact Ford called the KA. Okay. Really tiny little thing yeah. it is. Um, and the engine's about that far away from the <laughs> chassis leg. <laughs> and then you've got a belt that's that wide yeah. to get in. And there's no adjuster. Yeah. So you've got a oh, yeah, nightmare. But no, it's, um, it, it's typically the, the belt. Um, yeah. It could be a sign that something's leaking because it drives a lot of liquid yep. uh, pump. Well, so you got you got the water pump is so, usually right yeah, by a fan belt. Yeah, you've always got a risk sort of behind. There could it be something dripping out onto. Well, it. Maybe not on the new vehicles. I I drive oh, vintage, no, no, right? No, 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 no. no. So it all depends yeah. on the. But then the you've vehicle. got bearings on the pulleys, yeah. things yeah. like that. So yeah. tension is their springs effectively, so they can wear out and get less and less strong. So that right. that gives you the same effect as mm. the stretch belt. Um, but if you're getting it checked on the service, it's it's never going to be changed on a service because it's failed unless you've left it. It's Correct. going to be changed on a service proactively to yeah. prevent it going before yeah. the next one. Yeah. Um, so and you fan, might fan belts aren't that expensive. 
No, you pay. You can pay a few hundred dirhams for someone. Okay, there is a cost. You, yeah. I mean, you, 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 when you talk about a fan bar, you, we're not talking you, a couple you, pounds. You can imagine a, a yeah. standard thirteen V, which is about it's about that wide. Or if you yeah. go for a seven PK bout, which is yeah, that yeah. wide, seven ribs, uh, and one of those bouts, like there, they can yeah. go to a couple of hundred. Some of them are there. really long as well. Yeah. yeah okay. Tra- really one of the old transit ones, wasn't it? it was two point four meters long. Really? Yeah. I mean, you needed you needed a. Genius level IQ to be able to figure <laughs> yeah. out how to, how to actually send I it always, around all the bullets. I always draw them. <laughs> I used them. to scratch my head. You know, like, <laughs> always you know. draw them before you take them off. Or, I mean, these days you take it with your phone, right? Exactly yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, if you modern. can't get in with your phone, yeah. which you yeah. can't on some of the, you know, most of the cars you get here are V6 or V8, so you yeah. can't get in anywhere. There's no yeah. space. So just give a good. Good drawing of it, yeah. so you know where the, where, yeah. where the pull is. Uh, Many mechanics I've goes. known, yeah. ah, so I can remember yeah. it. <laughs> and they still stood there three hours later, and I yeah. can't get this back back on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I always thought fan belts were a lot more inexpensive. They're 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 not cheap. It's like every other technology. Unless they got to be put on. Yeah, you know. Um, and like I said, some of these belts they're driving multiple. They can yeah. be driving power steering, auxiliary. I think we forget. Pumps. I think we forget that. Well, you know, the yeah. owners of vehicles, especially with everything covered now, that you can't mm. see everything. No, yeah. exactly. Yeah, so many pieces being driven. Yeah. So you might be right. getting that noise, and it might be because you've got a bearing on your power yeah. steering that's going. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, talking about cooling with with that kind of thing as well. I mean, one of the other things Borgin Beck does now is we have the electric um, cooling pumps, which are yeah. now prominent on the yeah on the BMWs and things work? like that. Now because it's, it's an auxiliary electric pump. So really? it's a, yeah, it's a secondary it's a secondary cooling pump. Um, wow. Yeah, because a lot of these more modern cars now yeah. have very elaborate cooling systems on that. So, so it doesn't require the, the pulleys at all. It just you turn it on and it, yeah, it, it, it operates automatically. It's controlled wow. by the ECU. Like wow, anything that's kind of cool. But, um, yeah, so we have these in range as well. In in the, the, the vastness that people don't understand what's available yeah. to the aftermarket. People I mean, just don't have a clue. I, I, think, I'm oh one God, of them. that's I mean, failed. I'm going to have to go to the dealer and get one of those. Yeah. I always say, pick a phone up and ask your local mm. motor supplier, yeah. do you do this part? You know, nine times out of ten, they'll probably say yes. And you make a huge saving. You guys do catalytic converters as well? Uh, not we don't. We're not no. involved in the exhaust system side okay. of it. Um, it's just something we're not involved in. Yeah. Uh, Why is that? I, Why? I mean, yeah, get, you just there's do only so much you can do. <laughs> We are, but you're borging back. Exactly. Yeah, we are borging back. But we, we've got clutches, cooling. Yeah. We have steering and suspension. We have That's drive bouts. Yeah. We have all the handbrake um, yeah. cables and stuff like that. Uh, we have a vast brake in its vast. Like I said 37 yeah. plus thousand part numbers in our range. Yeah. It's gigantic. And it's growing all the time. New to range every single month. We add new parts to our range. You go onto our website, borgenbeck.com. Have a look on there. You'll see every month we list the new new to range parts that are coming out. We 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 sometimes post uh, a, a information that is useful to mechanics. We have a, a, a site on there. It's yeah. called a toolbox. You can go on there. You can have a look at information on there. Sometimes you may have an issue with a water pump. And that, yeah. We do these kind of things. It's stuff that I have done for the company yeah. myself. You so. guys ever surprised? Or are you ever surprised when we start seeing some of the newer vehicles coming in and as you start creating a new part? given your your experience in the past as a technician and then you're looking at these new parts that you're creating and you kind of just go wow i can't believe we're doing that like you're saying the the cooling the 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 cooling system that's electric yeah electric just saying about the electric the new electric yeah sorry guys i had five missed calls and it was from my wife yeah i I was watching that and i was going this man's living dangerously why are you not getting up and going to call your wife my phone was both out in my pocket i'm just ignoring it mine rang i hope it wasn't my wife This, oh, this, no. this, this is where you tell me it's going out alive and I've got yeah. the, man, the managing director on the phone saying, Pete, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. No, electric water pumps, I heard as I was leaving, it's um, it's another way of, tr- they're, they're trying to reduce moving parts. Sure. Um, and making them less uh, likely to fail. Yeah. Or, um, let's say, because uh, it's, it's Pete will tell you, like, if you've got a drive belt driving a water pump, mm. the, the, the purely just the, the engineering that, that allows that to work means it has to fail. Correct. Because you're relying on tension of the belt to put load on the pump, which therefore right. loads a bearing, which mm. will eventually fail. Yeah. The belt will fail, the bearing will fail, one or other mm-hmm. will fail. So electrically, electronics fail. I just picked my phone up this morning from getting it repaired. I mean, I dropped it on the floor about 4,000 times. That's why it broke. But electronics fail. I know you don't have a case on it. 
Yeah. I'm stupid. An OtterBox? Stupid. I recommend an OtterBox. <laughs> it doesn't fit. I'm stupid. There's always an OtterBox. Product placement. <laughs> um, but no, it, it's, it's just Borg trying and Beck probably sell something yeah. as well. <laughs> <laughs> they don't do phone cases. But, um, Give me good it, advertisement, right? It's, uh, it's, uh, an electronic water pump is a, is a great idea from that respect. But they also mean that they save weight. Yeah. They're more mm-hmm. compact. They can put them in a better place on the engine. They or a worse place. Worst for a mechanic, yeah. worst for me, yeah. Yeah. but better for the longevity of it yeah. and better for the mm. function of it. Um, but uh, yeah, so then, like, when it comes to somebody like Borgen Beck reverse engineering it and recreating how it works, um, they're not sort of, ah, okay, there's two pins, one to power and one to ground. It's not that straightforward, you know, and, and the power isn't a, a straight 12 volts from the battery, it's not a straight 5 volts from a control unit, it's a, it's a pulse signal. Yeah. which will be regulated by a control unit. And it's just, uh, I, I'm glad I don't have to do it. <laughs> well, I, I, you know, one of the things we, we talk a lot about is electric vehicles are coming. We've heard GM mm. is Hard retooling and we, we, we've got, yeah. Mr. Musk has done his thing yep. to, to start this whole Cadillac process. Cadillac have entered the Cadillac? Fray, haven't they? There we go. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're moving that way. Everyone's yeah. moving this way. And the UK is moving very fast, yeah. isn't it? From, from your perspective over at Borg and Beck, you mm-hmm. must be looking at this going, okay, this is, you know, it doesn't mean that all of the traditional vehicles will be gone overnight. They Absolutely. won't. But this has to open up some different opportunities for you guys as well. Yeah, the technology is still relatively new. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not uh, it's not regularly available to the, the general public at the moment as right. we would look at the conventional, you know, petrol engine, um, yeah. which is what we're talking about here. But you're still going to have braking. You're still going to have sure. all of these other parts that will never change. You're still going to require brakes on a car. Yeah. You know, all of the attributes that affect that side of it. Um, we, we, in a way, really, for us, because we're not involved in the exhaust market, um, we, we don't have to worry about that. Um, but a lot of the other stuff, yeah, engines will phase out. No question. Yeah. The petrol engine is a dying product. Yeah. It's going to disappear. Someday. You know, they be, say. Yeah, yeah. You, you either have to be a very, very rich man <laughs> to be able to afford to put petrol in it. Well, that's, or, yeah. Or exactly. you're going to have an electric vehicle. And, the, and, then they'll, and then they'll tax us if you, you know, you want to keep your petrol <laughs> engine. Well, exactly. The, the the carbon tax will just be through the roof on. Yeah, they, they, yeah. I mean they, they want to phase out. Look in the UK now with the phasing out of the diesel engine. Yeah. Oh, you know they're, they're predominantly. I never thought I'd that. see that day. Yeah, and, and now they're pushing. It's for weird that. for us yeah. being from the UK because it was it was the government really pushing it and the yeah. subsidies used yeah. to get on diesel cars yeah. even diesel, even ten it. years back ago. In, back in yeah. the nineteen nineties, buy a diesel. Yeah. Buy a diesel. Yeah. And now yeah. so, diesel's going away. Now they're going get rid of your diesel. Get rid of even as far back as ten years ago. And the thing you see, the thing is with that, and this this we talked about with the electric. Uh, we touched on it last week how it becomes a bit of a uh, arms race, right? With the diesel, because everyone was pushing go for a diesel. Yeah. The biggest argument against the diesels were well there's not they're not powerful and they're noisy. Yeah. You get in a Golf GTD, which is the diesel version of the GTI, and you wouldn't know it was a diesel. Well that and I think that's one of the things with diesels now. They don't they're not mm. clacking and clucking yeah. and so oh, quiet. There's so nothing. much power, yeah. so much torque. Yeah. I, you had, I mean know. in the UK fuel economy plan. Plan. I had the yeah. three litre um A four Audi Cabriolet diesel oh, turbo yeah. the thing was a rocket ship mm. you know it was producing okay I, I tweaked a little bit and i was of getting, course i was getting the best part of 300 brake horsepower out of this car you know it was it was it was a great fun car <laughs> sure but you lifted the bonnet up and you couldn't see the engine was running yeah. when the engine was running you can't you, mm. it's that quiet now you can put wow. a glass of water on a modern diesel yeah. engine and you will see it would just say 15 years ago yeah, and the, the, <laughs> it would shook it off the engine yeah, yeah. the old <laughs> 2.4 diesel transit yeah. you know yeah, it'd shake the, the engine out the, the point i was getting to there was you know because of that because of because there was consumer appetite for it they improved it yeah and it'll happen with the electric cars yeah. the only the only issue with electric cars is the infrastructure's not there and we've said it time yeah. and time again and it's got to go to hydrogen eventually but whatever yeah. whatever happens as, as you were saying with pete old pete's going to lose out on his selling oil filters and, yeah. and bearings for engines, really. Yeah. And really. there will be other there'll be other lines that come in, which Borgenbeck is a, a constantly evolving yeah. company. You know, so I guess that's in your DNA. Yeah, so absolutely. because you're constantly yeah. in the evolution you process, to, you have to look you're at the parts. To it. Yeah, as these parts become more and more available, so we'll say, well, where can we step in and offer yeah. parts to the aftermarket? And mm. that's what we're very, very good at. Mm. You know, we've been doing it a very long time. So you know, as these things develop and they become readily available in the aftermarket. 
we mm. will be there coming alongside it saying you can take these parts save yourself some money gentlemen i think we've got to wrap up the show yeah pete yeah. eagle from borg and beck and borg it's absolutely great to have you come in we'll, uh, we'll do it again definitely yeah i thoroughly enjoyed it we've got plenty we can talk about there we go so it's fantastic glenn power yeah. sandance tires pleasure as always tires and a whole bunch more sandance just sandance oh though is, is it sandance tires I, I googled sandance to si- try and send the location <laughs> for a customer <laughs> i don't want to know what you got on the <laughs> nah, Google of it's like some 1930s <laughs> black and white youtube <laughs> video comes up <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice promotion oh, for the company. From San, there used to be Sand Dance over on Atlantis, the Palm. They used to have they, Sand I, Dance. I haven't clicked there on it, go. but hey. Sand knows? Dance. It used to be called Sand. They used to have a, a party, Sand yeah. Dance. Well, um, yeah. the one that gets that. me is, you know, I, I mean, I come from the colonies, Canada, <laughs> but we, we don't spell tires with a Y. So every time I've, uh, I, I was uh, writing uh, this up on, on the, the show log, and I'm spell. going, how do you even spell tires with a Y? <laughs> is it an ES? Is it an S? Is it a possible? I, I, I just <laughs> thought, oh, this is. Well, it's like Borging back. Everybody <laughs> says, are you Swiss? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but how is that? And on that, we'll, we'll on that, it's been his blast. Blame as always. You've been listening to the Car Clinic, a Podaholics podcast with myself, James Pikeaway, Glenn Power from Sandance Tires, and Peter Eagle from Borgebeck. Want to get in touch with us? Podaholics with a K at gmail.com. We love to hear from you. And of course, stalk us on all the socials. Podaholics with a K. Instagram, Twitter, and of course, YouTube. Please share the link. We love to hear from you. We'll do it all again really soon. So long for now.